B. Great Punk Rock Street Trash Wastelands. Hello Brisbane, hello Melbourne, hello world. This is Wasteland, your B-grade punk rock street trash radio show. And we are your cane punk prize, your caffeine creeps, your B-grade ghouls. I'm Adam Obscene and with me tonight, as always, is my long-time partner in slime, Iso Mark. <laughs> oh, it sure is. Hello, Adam Obscene, up in the sunny climes of Brisbane. And I'm down in uh, chilly old mask-wearing... Melbourne. Here we are. So for the next couple of episodes, you will be known now as ISO Mark. <laughs> ISO Mark, cool. <laughs> and uh, and hopefully not for much longer. Um, tonight is uh, we're back after a little hiatus. A few things have changed. Um, my family is multiplied by one, and um, that's probably just a matter. But we have a little Odetto obscene to add to our. Uh, our gang, so that's pretty cool. So we took a little bit of a break to get our shit together. So now, but we've had a bit of reflection, and Marco, we're going to talk about something that's near and dear to our hearts, but before we kick into it, I've got a little bit of a nostalgia clip to so just get us all into the, the mood. I'm pretty sure if you grew up in the 80s, you will know this. Have you ever bought or rented a videotape that wasn't quite right? It may have been a pirate copy, an illegal and inferior copy for which you paid good money. And uh, that was pretty much the uh, soundtrack to our youth. (laughs) (laughs) We'll go back to that man who must have the balls the size of Mars, because how deep is that dude's voice? It's like, (laughs) have you ever... Boy, my testicles are huge. (laughs) Uh, we're going to talk about our favourite time in life, a formative time, which we've reflected on through season one, which was our um, mystical land of the video shop that doesn't actually exist anymore, but no. fondly in our memories and our hearts, we will never forget. Punch, punch, chest punch. Um, Mark, I want to talk about the extinction of the video shop as we know it um, Mm -hmm. and what that means to a current sort of cinephile and and analog lover. Um, Mm -hmm. What we'll be doing, listeners, is actually probably regaling you of stories of bygone years of renting tapes and um, touching on – but also – what it means moving forward and what it means for people like us and the next generation. So, Mark, I know we've got similar stories. Um, I love the fact that you've recounted to us on this show before that exciting time when the video shop opened up in um, Majimba (laughs) up on the sunny coast. Yep, absolutely. It opened up uh, next to George's Fruit Barn between uh, the Fruit Barn and the uh, brand new Fish and Chip Shop as well. So if you – know the Sunshine Coast area at all around near Majimba in sunny Queensland. Uh, I I grew up in a time when um, there was nothing there except for the new v- video store, George's Fruit Barn and the Fish and Chip Shop. And Nostalgia and man, Town. <laughs> and Nostalgia Town. Which it is really was called podcast. Nostalgia Town. <laughs> but tonight we're in Nostalgia Town. We're jumping in George's time machine and going back. <laughs> That fruit barn was awesome. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. The local when the local VHS store opened up, it was great. Absolutely. 
So, and and I think that, you know, similar things like, I, I don't know if it's the, the, the mists of time that, you know, when you think about those days, I clearly remember jumping on my Road King BMX and mm. on a Sunday afternoon in the middle of summer, I was in Victoria mm-hmm. at the time in a little town called Seymour. Um, iron, irony in the name of that because there was C, nothing too fucking C in the town. Seymour <laughs> VHS tapes. Yeah. Um, and, look, and, it, and I look back on it and it feels kind of like, a Stranger Things episode, and I guess that's where Stranger Things really nailed that, you know, mm-hmm. Gen X, um, yeah, feeling X. of you know how we spent our our eighties is like jumping down, jumping down the to, down the road in our BMX, stop off at the milk bar, and uh, then peruse the R-rated section to see what we could get away with taking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. What can you slip through? Um, and I think there's there's um. I guess this is the point of the the podcast is the nostalgia and what that means and what that actually has made us into the adults we are today. Sure. So um, I'm going to go a little deep because I think that there is prophecy to be spoken about in VHS VHS tapes in Mm -hmm. the look, the feel, the marketing, um, Mm -hmm. the lessons in life that it taught us. Um, and I want to touch on the first one, which is uh, don't judge a book by its cover. Oh, yeah. That old fable. <laughs> yeah, I, it's huge. I think that in for our generation it should be don't trust a B-grade VHS tape by its cover Yeah, because, man, there was some wicked video art. There was oh. just, and you know, the painterly ones, the ones which was like, it wasn't a photo, but it was like, there was some time that was yeah. quite put into developing up the marketing on these things and they were works Agreed. of art. Agreed. Almost, almost connect, almost like a direct lineal line to the universal horror posters of the 1930s, mm-hmm. which were painted and looked mm-hmm. amazing. Um, mm-hmm. The only time you would get an indication of the the color of those types of uh, uh, films because they're on black and white. Um, what is, I guess, like you know, not judging a videotape by its cover. What was the biggest film yep. that you got sucked in by? Mm-hmm. By boom, knocking the oh, look, the first knock of the season on the microphone. Yes. <laughs> the um, first mi- mic drop. Um, yeah, the, the a fable in life. Don't judge a book by its cover. Don't buy a tape by its cover. What sure. was the first time you went, um, this is going to be great, and then just got it and went, what the? Oh, it was, okay, it was one that you that is in our Hangover Hall of Fame, Adam. Oh, yes. So lost, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, th- I think it's Warriors of the Wasteland. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. I, my brother and I, uh, who I hope we have on the podcast one day to talk to him because he's got some fun stories about uh, this time as well. Um, we were Mad Max heads. Like we were so keen on Mad Max as like, you know, 10 year olds or whatever um, that we were, we, we got, yeah, I think it was Warriors of the Wasteland. Judging the the by the cover, like this looks so close to Mad Max. It's going to be awesome. Got home and man, was that inappropriate for age, our age bracket and go straight over our heads? Oh, the yep. Knights of Sodom. <laughs> None of it made sense. Oh, and look, it, you know, and the fact that it was just like, you know, 
we look back at it now and we can see the context of it was a part of the Italian exploitation, post-apocalyptic genre that spawned from Mad Max for sure. that exact reason. That you know, yeah. like, but isn't it interesting? Because Mad Max didn't really have a very inspiring cover, you know, not for like a, a you know a preteen cinephile. No. But the movie was absolutely insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then you go to these sort of uh, Italian post-apocalyptic disaster pieces where the covers look just epic. And this is the one, correct me wrong. This is like. It's got Fred Williamson in the middle. He's got a crossbow. There's like a little kid holding something up. There's sort of three of them on a mountain, almost like a European yeah. vacation Chevy Chase style. Which oh, is yeah, yeah. It's like, like the yeah. New Barbarian type of uh, style, which I think might have been its other title, the New Barbarians. So. New Barbarian, something like that. Yeah, yeah like it's yeah, like the really um, poor man's um, Boris Vallejo or yeah. what is it? Yeah, yeah. So um, they really, they've really concentrated on ramping up the warriors, but <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, because it was yeah, it was that was really the only advertising that you were going to see of these movies, and isn't that what really the definition of the of an exploitation film is? The, the the cover and the poster and all the 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 still imagery around that movie is so amazing and draws you in. Mm. And then you actually watch a movie and it's oh it's low grade as and the things that the, the cover and the posters and the flyers um promised just weren't in the movie. And that's why Mad Max sits so separately from that genre is because by in no means at all was it in a, an exploitation film because it way over delivered on what it promised. Mm, absolutely. On such a tiny budget. Um, which is hilarious. Yeah. So Yeah, I love that. Um, for me, it's pretty much any of the full moon titles, like Puppet Master, Dole Man <laughs> versus the Demonic Toys, the Demonic Toys, um, to the point where Charles Brand, who is the like mastermind behind Full Moon, um, still dedicates his uh effort into creating killer covers of like even some of the newer releases like the the killer bong and ginger dead man and killjoy the clown and like seriously lost if you do not know full moon movies like shit man get into it um get into one it. particular is a movie called Trunken Heads, which was like these three teenage kids who I think got cursed and they they became oh. these shrunken heads. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's this really great, like three heads held up by the hair, you know, shrunken heads, and it was uh, movies appalling. Um, I like it, but it was like, but it wasn't what back then when I was like, yeah, I don't know what I was expecting. Um, <laughs> so yep. yeah. So I guess like, but the, to, to put you know, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't put, you know, look, what's on the cover isn't always what's on the inside. That goes for people. It goes for everything. But also, don't let first impressions get in the way of a good judgment because, oh, yeah. as we've just spoken about, now we've said, okay, we've been tricked into watching the New Barbarians, Warriors of the Wastelands, or you know, Charles Brand films. We were tricked. We were exploited. <laughs> but like we good, were. but but like good exploitation, we kept on going back for more. And to this day, 
still go back for more to those same films. Maybe for a slightly different reason. Maybe it's about you know rec- re- recovering and uh, repenting for the uh, the sins of the the, the ex- being exploited as, as young people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, for sure. But, like, now, but don't you like, think? Don't you think that it. that experience of being tricked in that that oh, outrage? Man. You know. Yeah. Like, you know. So. I think we, you know, like uh, another one that's really quick is like it's sort of more in the late nineties was Tromeo and Juliet. Now we spoke about that. We weren't tricked oh, into yeah. Tromeo and Juliet because we knew it was a trauma film. But like yeah. then this is where the roles reversed on the world's nanas who thought that they were getting DiCaprio and Kate Winslet or no, not oh, DiCaprio yeah. and um Danes, you know, in, in Baz Luhrmann's uh, Romeo and Juliet. Imagine yes. the, the disappointment they would have got from that exploitation. And Ooh, I'm pretty sure they yeah. wouldn't have gone back to watch it again. Oh, we did and probably didn't enjoy it. <laughs> didn't enjoy it that much either. So No, uh, no. But that's another – check that out in the, in the line of notes for the other episodes. So don't judge a tape by its cover, but in later life, take a lesson that if you go there, there's always – Precious gems that can be uh, discovered can be can be you know you look always look for the positive in life and I think that that's you know judgments aside you always look for the the best and, and that's yep. that's my that's my yogi inspired uh, uh, learnings from being <laughs> tricked into video nasties <laughs> absolutely absolutely but the, uh, the video stores must have been full of them Adam like just <gasps> walking through and just yeah. Look, looking at all those amazing covers, I remember the backs of the covers made an impression on me too. And to um, had boobs. <laughs> boobs. <laughs> There's a boob. Yeah. Bosom alert. It, and I think that that. The, and, and I think that that was and that look scintillating side boob on a cover or on the pictures in the back was clearly targeted at one audience and one audience only, and that hey. was preteen. <laughs> <laughs> It was like from ten to to sixteen year olds, you know, in yeah. from nineteen oh, yeah. from nineteen eighty two to nineteen eighty seven. Yep, and about eighty five percent of the time, the actor with sporting side boob normally was sporting like a rolled up bandana as well, like a roll a rolled up bandana as a headband as yeah, well, with maybe a little bit of a top top knot. And then top possibly top. a crop top and leg warmers. Would have been. Could have, oh, well have been. But, uh, yeah, I don't think – I remember going to a video uh, – walking past a video store on the main drag of another now famous Sunshine Coast town called Noosa, um, now a big resort town. But I don't think the people at the uh, – video store had actually realized that when they were stocking the shelves, like the wire shelves, the, the, the backs of the video covers were really visible from the front street, like a big glass window full of the backs of the video covers. Mm. And they had put the genre with the highest percentage of boobage and side boobage displayed on the back of the VHS covers, like just facing the street, like they did not have that dolled in at all. Maren so Park the young figure boy, out like, why the kids, why, why young boys were always just hanging out on the window. <laughs> <laughs> it took me by surprise, and I was a bit weirded out. I was a young child, and I saw that, you know, saw that for the first time, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Now I look back and I go, "What a furphy on on the store owner's behalf to to do all of that." Yeah, and not only that too is that we know now in time being. Uh, analog collectors that unfortunately a lot of stock 
got damaged from sitting in the sun. <laughs> you know, like yeah, how oh, many yes, video yeah, covers the that the, like the front would look really good. You flip it over and it's almost faded out to nothing. Sun's damaged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's from all the 10-year-old boys staring, staring at it. It's like their, their eyeballs have just faded. <laughs> Taken a part of it with them. <laughs> that's great. That's awesome. That's a, that's really – so it's also not – you know, don't judge a videotape by its front cover. It's also by its back cover. By its back cover. <laughs> Buyer beware. Buyer beware. Um, mate, that's – that's really great. That's exactly what I wanted to get out of that episode was a little bit of, uh, you know, fruit, fruits of knowledge of learnt, life's learnt lessons from being a, a video shop kid. I'm sure, I think we'll touch on this on some different other, you know, other episodes of things we've learnt from, um, there's lots of things about being patient and learning to wait for things and not on oh, the yeah. land and all that, which we can go into. But before we sign out on this one, I want to just, point your attention to the mystical arts of VHS stickers mm-hmm. and uh, the, the mm-hmm. marvellous little pieces of design in hindsight that, you know, maybe said horror or, you know, um, if this cut, if this tape is left in the sun, it will melt with melty writing. Yeah. And I remember there was, yeah. um, the, you know, there was a particular video shop that had like the horror one, had a little Frankenstein head on it. And it was a, if it was sci-fi, it had a little UFO. They're really cool. But the one I really think, if we're going to look about, and I think we're going to call this 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 is what this series will be called moving forward, is the um, uh, "Be Kind Rewind" sticker, little smiley yes. face face, and um, totally of the time makes sense. Mm-hmm. Out of context, and this you know, it makes no sense because mm-hmm. you don't rewind anything anymore. You know, though, so. no. but I think you break that concept down. You know, please be kind, rewind, is almost like a modern-day mantra to slow the fuck down and look Absolutely. after each other. You know, yep. like there's and – I, and I want to like – I really I put it to you, Mark, that this is actually almost like our season two mantra. Is Beautiful. Given the state that the world is in and everything is um, – crazy i don't know this this year is crazy it's it's been ultimate highs and ultimate lows but mm-hmm. one thing it has given us is a time mm-hmm. to reset mm-hmm. and it has never been more important to be kind to each other yep. so i put it to you listeners and listeners and my good friend marco that uh we will be kind and we will rewind and I'm thinking we're probably going to put some T-shirts out. (laughs) (laughs) So, listeners, I encourage you to look back, reflect on your life to this point, look at the positives, put the positive energy out there and pass it forward. Be kind to your fellow human um, and um, we'll all get through this together. I want to also hear from you that in your rewinding and reflecting back, flick us on the multiple channels, your favourite um, tape disaster, you know, the, the yep. time when you were tricked. <laughs> what is the Absolutely. most outrageous cover that you ever actually came across that totally let you down? And yep. um, But, yeah, look, 
this is the part of the show where we say, look, we're on all the platforms. I'm not going to list them. Just type in Wastelands Radio Show. If you're into streaming, you will find us. Um, just And if you don't find us in the first search, search harder. Um, we're on YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. You just type in at Wastelands Radio Show. You can email us with all your hot tips at wastelandsradioshow at gmail.com. And you can go direct to the source. If you can't find us on all the other platforms, just go to wastelands.com.au, AU for Australia. Um, Look, thanks for listening. We'll get our merch out really soon. You'll hear more about it. We're going to be doing a few more little micro pods. But right now, um, Marco, is there anything else you would like to add? I'd like to say, Adam, it's good night from me. And it's good night from him. And remember, be kind, rewind. The great punk rock street trash wastelands. Pirated tapes are recognisable by poorly presented or photocopied jackets, poor sound and or picture quality, and the absence of warnings. <laughs> <laughs>